Good evening, folks. This is another episode of Dorico Dialogues, and today I'm going to be talking uh, about uh, moving people to the left despite their you know, use of problematic language um, with my special guest, Jack. Jack, Hello. Would, you, would you introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, uh, I'm Jack. I'm also known as Jack Lopez Online. And uh, I'm a non-binary person. I prefer they, them pronouns, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So right then, Jack, if you'd be so kind as to tell them what, uh, what sparked all this, and we'll go from there. Well, I started to see a trend, and in your maybe the fourth or fifth tweets I saw uh, a person post the same thing. And it seemed like the argument that was being made was, hey, you know, we shouldn't just let these people who use these problematic slurs into the left spaces, because, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of problems around the, the language they're using. We just can't, you know, give them a pass uh, to be here, because that's not really what we want. And uh, I took a little issue with that, because I think the clip that was being passed around was out of context. Um, I believe what Vosh was trying to say was people are going to use problematic slurs, but it's up to us to try and radicalize them and correct them and not uh, keep them out of our spaces just because they might say something a little weird or problematic. Or problematic. Uh, so that that's just kind of what I wanted, uh, the, the angle I was going for. Well, of course. And... You know, at one point in time, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have agreed. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. having uh, listened to the people with different perspectives, as well as the people like say that was, you know, it used to be reactionary, that is increasingly not so. That is, that is a good point. In that, uh, you know, instead of just shutting them down outright, you know, instead we should try to focus on, you know, reasoning with them and helping them understand why the things are saying are bad, and you know, moving them further left. Um, both on social issues as you know, as well as economically. So I do agree with that now more so than I did before. Again, and with regards to the clip, it turns out it wasn't so much as out of context as it was uh, the it. It was a position he once held. Like the clip was a year old, but it turns yeah. out most recently that he still the, he stands by the that clip and uh, defending and people using like uh, the the N word and the and the, and the like. Though, so it seems like his position is virtually is about the same. It's just where I draw the line at, at is, um, I guess, people will, like I said, like you said, people uh, will say, probably say problematic things. Yeah, I mean, the, mm -hmm. the environment you grow up in will definitely you know, play a big role in that. But simply allowing the slurs to happen rather than, you know, shutting it down outright is, to mm -hmm. me, not the best idea because if you, you know, if you give them a pass, they'll just keep doing it. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And we should always uh, be willing to critique that language. I, I do believe it is problematic. Um, I don't like those words at all, and I would prefer it if people stopped using them. Um, but, you know, if we're talking to some 17-year-old kid on a Minecraft server who just learned it and thought it was funny to use it, you know, we don't necessarily need to, uh, you know, take out the stick so much with these guys. Uh, we should be there to educate them on, you know, why that might be problematic and give them a place to correct themselves. Um, and not necessarily, we don't have to let these people immediately into our safe spaces, you know, into, uh, you know, trans discord servers or whatever, but yeah. um, we 
want to give them the opportunity to correct themselves uh, and maybe learn uh, in ways in which they can uh, change their behavior in a way that might help us more. Okay, you know, I um, I agree with that because a lot of people make a mistake of kind of, and, and it's understandable as to why people might have a like a, a knee-jerk reaction of just like being just violently opposed to someone saying that rather than mm -hmm. immediately being patient and understanding. You know, I understand why people are, are not too open to, you know, trying to sit down and talk with somebody, throwing the N-word around or some junk like that. Um, but... Yeah, there definitely needs to be a space for these guys to be de-radicalized, to be weaned off of staying stuff like that. And I guess my problem with like, people like Vosh is that is if he is doing that, he need I would say he needs to do a bit better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, I don't think uh, he's as successful as he maybe thinks he is. You know what I mean? It's... Um, and it's, even so, it's going to take a lot more than just him to do that. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there should be spaces for these guys to be de-radicalized. And in my opinion, like, again, I have my issues with the Vosh, but if he's the entryway into those safe spaces, you know, these guys are, you know, gravitating towards him and then moving further and further uh, away mm -hmm. from all that, then, hey, that's, that's a win-win as far as I'm concerned. Sure. Yeah, I can understand that. Um... And I know recently he's actually moved back. He's trying to actually correct his language a little bit more. He used to actually throw the arsler around quite often. And, you know, now he's realized, like, okay, you know, this actually isn't helping at all when I use this. So I'm yeah. going to try and stop using that. So uh, him using those things himself, he doesn't really do anymore unless uh, it's, you know, necessary to make a point. Uh, which is often very, very rare these days. Um, but, yeah, um, I know that people like Bosch and Xander Hall and, and what we would call, you know, the white debate bros, yeah. um, kind of trying to, inter you know, exist at that, that intersection of the blood sports, you know, the debate, Twitch culture, um, that has radicalized a lot of people. And uh, in that community, there's... You know, these are edgy people, and they're attracted to edgy jokes. They're attracted to, you know, loud, you know, flamboyant, showy, uh, you know, shows of power. And that's what I know their, their approach is. Like, hey, I could be showy and flamboyant and, you know, loud too, but also be on the left and also be cool, you know. And that's what I think their approach is, what they're trying to be. Now, it's not always perfect. Um I have my own criticisms of their approach, but um, I I think it is working. It, it, it's working. I don't know how how well, and I would like to see if we can get some number as, around that. I think that'd be cool. But uh, from what I could tell, it seems to be um, they they do seem to touch people and and bring them over to more left leaning ideas. And you know that's that's great. Actually, you know it's. <laughs> That is for the, it's like I said, a, you got to start somewhere, you know? It, yeah. It, it has, it, the idea is to meet them where they're at. It's like, okay, they're just you know, a bunch of edgy gamers. You got to meet them in the middle. It, it's yeah. just, I guess the trade-in, though, I would say, with Walsh, you got to lead by example, you know? Because like yes. you said, if he was still going around throwing the arsler around, then they think it's okay to keep doing that, too. But if he shows mm -hmm. them that, hey, it's not okay to say this, then they'll, 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 they'll follow his lead. 
that's 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 my thing. It's like, uh, hey, brother, you you. What's up? Genuine person. Oh yeah, he, he seems to come off like a Jimmy genuine person to me. Uh, like recently, he did say, you know, I, I decided not to. Uh, um, you know, I'm not decided not to use these slurs anymore because it's just, you know, it doesn't help and it does hurt people, and I, and I see that now. You know, his his chat's always getting on him about yeah. that kind of. Stuff. He's not a bad dude by any by any stretch. I like like I said, I have my issues with him, mm-hmm. but. At at no point have I ever come to the conclusion that he is a bad dude and he's not somebody I could rely on. At no point, sure. I do sure. I do think he genuinely cares about this and about de-radicalizing these folks and helping them, you know, become better people. Like I said, mm-hmm. we could we could definitely argue about his methods, but I don't doubt for a second that he is trying. You know, yeah. sure. And yeah, I believe you there. I think when it goes back to like the tweets I was seeing. Um, my critique really is towards uh, the audience and the people who are passing this kind of information around. Right. Because it was kind of, uh, I don't want to say bad faith, I guess. Like, it was it was just kind of a clip. And yeah. Well, no, a lot the, of was, yeah. The context of that as to why I put that is because I've actually unironically encountered people who feel that people absolutely should be able to say those slurs essentially without con- oh, uh, sure. without consequence, and that's in that kind of mindset of it's we should be able to, and you guys are all babies for not being okay with us saying it. You guys are all because I've encountered that right. that type of mindset not just online but in the military. You know the mindset of essentially if you're not okay with us uh, saying things that hurt you, then you're a baby. You're a sensitive. You're sensitive. You're a bitch. You're a pussy. Yada yada yada. It's your fault for being upset. And right. I and so that that's all the context around that. So me seeing that, the conclusion I just come to is essentially, look, y'all want to say it, y'all go right ahead, but do y'all y'all don't have, as far as I'm concerned, any right to be upset with people being upset with you. You know what I mean? Shit. You want to be able to say it by all means, free country, free speech, but you ain't free from the consequences of people mm-hmm. being rightfully upset with you when you do it. Because before, mm-hmm. like I said, from my experience, you're pretty much expected to deal with. Of people saying whatever they want to you, regardless of how it makes you feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I have both probably had similar situations, you know, just, you know, being who we are, you know, identity politics wise. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. So, um, but I, I do apologize in that if it, if it definitely seemed like what I was saying was uh, portraying Vosh as one of those type of people when I've definitely, like, I'm, I, my, I thought so at one point. But I've mm-hmm. incre- But based off what everybody's been showing me, because I've had people agree with me, but I've had people like you who've reached out to me, it made it abundantly clear that he's not that kind of guy. Like, he's not that specific kind of guy. You know what I mean? Right. And, so. yeah, I think we, we definitely agree on that. Uh, something I, I am a little worried about is, like, when individuals, you know, the, the keyboard warriors, they go out and into these spaces where they might come across someone who's just kind of an edgy little you know, gamer boy, and does this, and then they go and go full cancel on them, you know, full, like, rage on them, and I don't think that's useful, and I see, I see a lot of that happening with different drama, there's been a lot of drama around, you know, um, binary people, and trans on the left, and, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're a transphobe, oh, no, I'm not, da, 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 da. and it's kind of the same pattern I see, and a lot of people it's like a purity testing thing. So 
I, I'd hate to see an opportunity to coalition build get thrown away because, you know, a teenager used the R slur. Yeah, no, I am, yeah. I, I am absolutely not like I. For me, I guess I at one, at one point I would have been uh, like I would have just I wouldn't even bother entertaining uh, reaching out to these people or showing any kind of uh, patience or understanding. But now <laughs> I'm absolutely at that point where I'm just like, if they do, I'm I'm not even mad. I'm just like let's let's sit down and talk about this, you know? Yeah. And exactly. They, and a lot of, like you said, keyboard warriors aren't like that. They will just jump down people's throat and with their virtue and how morally pure they are and not even extend a shred of understanding to these people and further further entrench them in their beliefs that they're, you know, in the right to do what they're doing and say what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and it's a lot easier to connect with people when you can have a conversation like this. Uh, I mean, like in real life, I, I live in the middle of, Trump country USA as a trans person and, and I have to get along with the people around me. You ain't and, got no choice on that one. Exactly. But, you know, a lot of times we can find something we agree on. And, you know, maybe they voted for Trump in 2016, but at least they got my back. Um, it's better than nothing. You know, that's, it's better than that's true. that's true. It's better than nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, and some of these kids, you know, they might change their language and great. And they might become leftists or anarchists or whatever. Whatever. And some kids, you know, might not. They might be a little edgy, but at least they say trans rights, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, I got a, so like I said, one of the people reached out to me and he basically broke down to me. Uh, he's basically growing up on the internet from the age of 11 and all those chat rooms and all that. And he was a part mm-hmm. of all the, you know, that, you know, culture of edginess and just, you know, ironic racism and, and whatnot. And yeah, he, he ventured out of it, but his, what he told me like at 11 years old, you know what I mean? 11 mm-hmm. years old in these chat rooms and they've worked their way up and, and essentially raised by these chat rooms and whatnot, just growing up, uh, uh, inter- internalizing these these jokes, these beliefs, and the like, and it kind of that's why I put out that tweet a while ago. And I don't know if you saw it about how I'm just it's stuff like that that makes me feel like young people should not be allowed on the internet because of the the just the the sea of absolutely shitty fucking places that kids are just are freely able to reach. Oh yeah, absolutely, and it's so easy to you know manipulate them. You just you know catch on a little emotion and you build on that and build on that. And, and that's, that's what the alt right pipeline is. That's what it and they, is. And you see this video and they go, Oh, I agree with that. I'm, I'm mad about this. And it must be for this reason. And, and it just da- all downhill from there. Exactly. And it's really, it, it sucks. Cause like for a while there, like, especially after like Gamergate, um, they took over the online spaces, the alt right and, and, you know, basically Nazis, uh, they were they they had YouTube, they had 4chan, they had these forums, uh, they had like the atheist skeptic community, yep. and, and finally we have this pushback of I guess what people call breadtube. Um, but we're still so small compared to those oh, guys. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they dominated. They dominated the internet for quite a long time, like unchallenged. Yeah. Exactly. So, like in our little. Internet surfing adventures, you and I are probably going to come across 
quite a few fans of Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, you know, Prager U, these, these huge, huge platforms. And we're going to have to be able to connect with them in some way and pull them over. So it, we got to try. We absolutely do. So like, I guess going back to like my original concern, it concerns me when people do kind of get obsessed with this purity testing and go, and that's kind of what I was seeing. Like, oh, you said the N word, therefore you you don't belong in my club. Like we don't like you, you're going to hurt a lot of people. And I'm like, listen, I definitely, (laughs) I definitely, no, I definitely understand. And I am, like I said, I am sorry for that. Cause like I said, um, I was under the impression that he was that, that this, this whole conversation about those type of people that I have specifically dealt with and those, and that's who I was referring to, but I can understand Mm -hmm. how that could easily, um, uh, encompass people like Vosh and those and and such and such who obviously had nothing to do with that, who aren't like that at all. So yeah, yeah, I, I will definitely issue out clarifications on that. Because people like Walsh aren't like that. I know uh, it's. Sure. I get that well, now. That he. I think there was a fair critique that you made. Like he was calling this baby spaces, and you know that that that's kind of silly. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I when people that. when people say that, it's like when I hear people say that, that's what that's what led me to think he was like that. Because I've heard yeah. that type of of dismissive excuse for being an asshole by assholes my whole life. I have heard that for years and so whenever i see somebody drop a line like that the first thing to come out oh you're one of those guys you're one of the, every, yeah. everybody else are the babies and sensitive and are the problem you yeah. you're not you're you're tough you're one of those guys who tell it like it is like oh my god the anti-pc culture was uh, was just nothing but red meat for these type of assholes like it was oh yeah it, it, it was bad and the military is especially bad Ugh. I bet. Yeah, I've ever heard stories. Yeah, they walk around with their mugs, uh, the your their fuck your feelings mugs or uh mm-hmm. your your, te- your tears mugs, just just stuff like that. Posters all over the place. Like they they love the idea, the the aesthetic of being tough and unfazed by things people say or do or whatever. Like it's and really again, they're just assholes. But mm-hmm. I I get now. Like I said, I, if if Vosh wanted to talk to me that he doesn't actually think that about the whole baby space thing, that's one thing. But I do get now that he's not one of those guys, and that is an important yeah. distinction that I think needs to be made. And I, I think he should make that as well because I know he has this really big audience, and they tend to be little keyboard warriors, and, and they like starting their own shit. So you, you actually might have been interacting with one of his fans going, oh, baby, baby, just because, you know. That's what he said. <laughs> that's what he, yeah. I, yeah, so, yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair critique of it, because, you know, the, the left online space is, is not the same as the right online space. Oh, like, God, no. We, we have um, spaces on the left, because a lot of marginalized people are going to be on the left, so you have trans spaces, you have disabled spaces, you have spaces for people of color, and and these are spaces we need them because like we need those healing spaces, those safe spaces, yeah. these communities. But they're I think the difference is they're not a part of like the, the vanguard, the political side of things where this is where the work is getting done. And, and people I think mix the two. Like yeah. they see someone coming into the left and they go, Oh, my safe space is threatened, where it's like, No, yeah. You just you don't have to invite them into your, your space. Yeah. You just want them to like tell 
and right to fuck off, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, these, these are definitely the space, I would say, these spaces are not for political activism, but for personal growth, you know? Mm -hmm. For a safe place to, you know, to nurture yourself with others and grow as people. This isn't, this is, and a lot of people do conflate the two, you know, where they think, uh, they, they, the line between a safe space and a, and a political activist space has been blurred a lot, yeah. you know? Uh, and I think that is a part of the problem. And that's why I say, like, if, and that's why I say to the people who want to say slurs like that, like, but still be on the left, I'm like, hey, cool, do that in your space yeah. don't feel don't get upset because you're not welcome in all these other spaces exactly just don't invite them to your discord that's what i'm saying you know what i mean if yeah if you you, you come into my discord dropping the n-word or at people i'm like bro you, you gotta go my people here yeah. don't they don't they don't like that they don't want to hear that you want to call us yeah. ba babies whatever call us babies but you you gotta go yeah exactly so you know we might look at a space like twitter as more the you know, the political sparring place. That's think, way you know, more people, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And people like, they get, uh, they get really defensive on Twitter and I, they forget that that's kind of what it's all about. And it becomes hard to have those conversations because you're just like, I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings. You're just getting in the way, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm, I'm, I look forward to making a video on that with regards to Twitter and just uh, social media in general. Like, is this shit's a cesspool and a war and not and not even so much as that? It's more the worst fucking place to hash out any kind of disagreement. It's just absolutely god. Yeah. Like any like, and I used to be a part of that, trying to like fighting, like spending hours on Twitter fighting with somebody, and I realized it really is just the worst fucking place. Just social media in general is the worst place to do that. You know, yeah. that, that's why now my tactic is just be like, look, you want to talk about this? Hop in my Discord. We can just sit down and talk over over chat or, or something like that. But doing this over over publicly via Twitter is the just no, just the worst yeah. fucking thing you can do. Tagging and your fake posting and it's you know, quote Twitter, quote tweeting, oh, quote tweeting. Yeah. people jumping in out of fucking nowhere, dog oh, piling. Who are you? Oh. Yeah. No, God, exactly. it's, that's why I, I, I'm definitely going to stress more and more now to tell people like, hey, look, just either hash it out outside of Twitter or just walk away. You don't have to fight with every person you see with a bad take on Twitter. Sometimes you can just walk the fuck away. Yeah, and sometimes that's just the better thing to do. Yeah. But it, it's unfortunate because Twitter is such a huge part of Internet culture right now. Like, it's it's not going away and, like, telling people to just log off like i know like, I know. like for some people but you know it's where a lot of radicalization happens and you have to like you gotta the, gloves on, there's you know, gotta be a, there's gotta be a counter narrative there's no counter narrative exactly. i've had that conversation with another guy and he says mm -hmm. that there has to be a counter narrative because if there isn't all they're gonna see are the bad takes they all Ooh. all people are gonna do is get radicalized so i guess you got and yeah. and that's fine it's just i guess for me my thing is if you like you have every right to walk away and i don't mean just log off i just think sometimes it's for the best to just not engage sometimes for the yeah, best to just for your own personal health yeah. for your own personal health because if you try to fight every single fight you're gonna burn you're gonna get burnt out become demoralized and just just give up and i'm like no pick your battles pick your fights and for the most part like just sometimes just don't engage yeah exactly oh man well, that that's that's it. You got anything else? Any other specific grievance you want to air out? Um. Uh, 
Well, I'm always trying to, you know, help people, you know, be better themselves because I'm always trying to improve themselves. And, you know, I was thinking today of like, how can I suggest to someone to make better interactions on Twitter and online? And what I came up with was when you feel yourself getting triggered, that is an indication of the next thing that we need to address that needs to be healed in someone else. Yeah. And, like, if people approach things that way, and not necessarily, like, oh, I just need to hyper-correct things or, or you know, shame people for having the wrong thought, you know, uh, look at it in a way of, okay, this person doesn't really understand and they need help understanding. Uh, I try, you know, I try to do that. I'm not always the best. Sometimes I get hey, online. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we, 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 hey, we ain't infallible. Sometimes it happens. But I find it better, like... If I, you know, post, you know, things from a different perspective or ask questions like, oh, you said this, tell me more about that. And maybe we can come to a conclusion there. And I was really happy when you invited me to talk to you because I'm just like, oh, you have someone who actually cares about, you know, making the world a better place, place through discourse. So I really appreciate that. No, of course. And I, like I said, I really do think this is the better way. You know what I mean? Because like I said, trying to uh, uh, to hash anything out. First off, trying to hash shit out publicly is already bad, in my opinion. Yeah. Now I realize that now, like in a public space, trying to hash some issues out, you are inviting all kinds of fucking people to come in and just make things worse. It's just uh, the Coliseum at this point. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, mean? I don't want to make a show of airing out grievances anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I just no more. I think that is probably the better tactic now because we do for the longest time, and I've seen this. Uh, like I said, I was a part of it. Lots of people just have a bad habit of trying to hash out these things. Like um, publicly, when really you should have just you know, to took the step back and talk to each other privately about like mm-hmm. well, like how we feel about this. Like I, I'm I'm done making the show of public disagreements, especially with somebody I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that always sucks. Like when someone's on your side and you're arguing with them and they just yeah. get getting mad, you're like, what? Because people come to the wrong conclusions and start attacking that person. We're like, no, no, we we disagree, but I don't dislike this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is, uh, I think we definitely need to do more of this and encourage people to do more of this. You know, just talking it out uh, off of Twitter. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So what is it you do? Is there anything like you'd like to signal boost to the audience? that you? That you... Uh, well, I'm an artist. I'm an illustrator. I'm just kind of working, world, world building a comic right now. Ooh. Um, I'm Jackalopet online. J-A-C-K-A-L-O-P-E-T-T-E. And unfortunately on Twitter, someone stole Jackalopet, so I'm Jackalopet <laughs> without the C on Twitter. So, yep. yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> and then in which case, um, send me the link to, like, whatever it is. Like, I don't know if you have a site or anything or anything that people could ch- check out. Send me that link so I can put it into the description of this video so they could, you know, yeah, see, sure. what you, see what you do. You know, signal boost your work. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Hey, it's no problem. I, uh, I'm kind of big on that. Like, if you got a thing that you know people might like, let's let's show it to them. Sure. So, with that, any final words for the audience? Mm. Yeah. Trans rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trans rights. I, I dig it. There you go. <laughs> then, with that, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say my final words to the audience, and then I will end the recording. Awesome. So thank you all for sticking around for this episode of uh, Dorico uh, Dialogues. And uh, like I said, check out her stuff in the description. 
and y'all take care. And...